Hello, this is Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Richard Herring speaking. I uh, hope you are looking forward to listening to the actual podcast. And I hope I can increase your tension and love and desire to listen to it by just keeping you from listening to it for a little while by blathering on about something else. <laughs> I am evil. Uh, if you like these podcasts, why not come and see me live? I'm doing a tour show called Lord of the Dance Seti. That's right, Seti, like a sofa. Uh, and uh, it's all over the country in uh, 2015. If you want to come and see it in London, I'm at the Leicester Square Theatre from the 1st to the 6th of December. Get to the Leicester Square Theatre website and book tickets, Londoners. But it will be pretty much all over the UK throughout January, February, March, April and May. So why not give that a crack if you like my stuff? And then I can carry on doing free stuff. If you don't come, I can't carry on. Please help me. Please be my friend. Here's the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Welcome a man they thought he was shooting dust, but one got through. It's Richard Herring! Hello! Hello, thank you very much. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rahela Stepach. <laughs> Lots of, lots of cool kids in today. Yeah, um, uh, the news has broken. It's a secret I've been uh, keeping from you all. But um, I did in July. I went with my wife to uh, the hospital for a scan. She was having a scan, a bit nervous. Um, you know, it's like they've got that kind of black and white monitor as they as they kind of it's that weird Doppler effect as you're watching this kind of thing zooming in. And it's a bit like the opening titles of a 1960s episode of Doctor Who on the on the screen. But instead of the face of William Hartnell appearing, as I was expecting. And, the reason I didn't get such a big laugh is because I know a lot of you are saying, well, Richard, the uh, opening titles of the Doctor Who never featured the face of William Hart. No, they, that was not brought in until Patrick Chowton, so I will not laugh at that. <laughs> that joke, that is not... But I didn't know that at the time. So I was expecting William Hart. Instead of William Hart's face, what we saw on the screen was like this tiny human being that was like living inside of my wife was 12 weeks old. It was part of my uh, sexcrement. Uh, one, of my, one of my sexcrements had got through. I don't know, I'm not sure how it got in there. I, I'm certainly, I don't know how they're gonna get it out. That's what I'm worried about, because it gets, but you'd think with medicine, they'd be able to do something about it straight away, but apparently we have to wait till February before they can extract the, uh, <laughs> this uh, awful parasite that is living inside, inside of my body. No, it's my baby, and we're having a baby, so that's uh, a very exciting. Uh, Exciting news. Um, typical, I mean, it's the first time I had sex and I get someone pregnant. That is just, that is just I, uh, I've decided to stand by my wife. We're going to keep it. So that is, that's the good news. It's quite a big responsibility. Uh, but I've been having fun uh, trying to come up with stupid names, which I was reading in one of the pregnancy websites men should not do because it, it shows that you're not taking the thing seriously. But I've been doing it for months, uh, trying to come up uh, with the most uh, stupid names. I, I quite wanted to, if it's a girl, I'd like to call it Leanne. So it would be Leanne Herring. That also works for... <laughs> thought that would be quite nice. That also works for Leon. Leon or Liam would still uh, work. Uh, but uh, I'd quite like to go... Uh, I'd like, I, was try, I was trying to convince my wife I kind of had some Russian and ancestry and that I had a great-grandfather called Hardoff. But... Uh, <laughs> she wouldn't go for that. Uh, so then I, I quite like... I was sure that it would be good to call it Red. Red, that would work for a boy or a girl. Red. 
read, but then I thought, no, that's too obvious. So I've been trying to sneak it through past my wife by sort of suggesting, when, she, when I pretend I'm being serious, I go, well, well if it's a girl, we could call it Scarlet, Scarlet or Ruby. Ruby. So you're sort of sneaking that in. She um, goes, oh, I like Scarlet. Yeah. And then I, then I thought, after it was a boy, uh, Rufus, and she really went for that. Rufus Herring, that's great, but Rufus actually means the red-haired uh, one. So... I thought I nearly got that through, but we were, if it is a boy, we might go for that because uh, we've got Rufus Herring. It sounds like a, you can think of a sort of solicitor or someone, or a, a judge could be called Rufus Herring. Couldn't you? That could be Judge Rufus Herring. That could be a primetime BBC. It's good fun just uh, trying to come up with stupid names for your, for your child. I'd like sexcrement or just parasite. I mean, I just say things like that. My wife, my wife is furious with me. I, don't, I, I suspect we will get uh, divorced quite soon. So, um... <laughs> But I'll stand by, I'll stand by, <laughs> despite... I'm, it's I'm 47 years old, and weirdly, and that is, and it's an odd, I, I'm actually, when the baby's born, I'm going to be almost to the day the exact same age my dad was when he first became a grandfather, so that, and that'll be my first child, which uh, shows a lot about the generations or how uh, pathetically immature uh, I have led my life. Uh, I, should be, I should be a grandfather by now, but I'm not. But look, we're going to crack straight on with our first guest this evening. Uh, oh, no, I've given away that we do two in a week. Oh, fuck, that's ruined everything. Uh, in all the excitement. Uh, she is probably best known for her three appearances on Rich Terring's Edinburgh Fringe podcast. That is, she's done all right on those, and I like to give some of the new acts a chance. And it, if I feel they're doing well, well enough, I bump them up to the proper Leicester Square Theatre podcast. And I'd, I'd like this is a new girl. You're going to see quite a lot of. Uh, she is a woman, so obviously not funny. Uh, so we all know that. That is. But let's see how she goes. So far, we have a kind of competition in Edinburgh to see who is the who wins. We have a battle, basically, to see who wins. And everyone agrees, out of the three we've done so far, it is 3-0 to me so far. No one disputes that. There is no... We may be 3-0 to Sarah so far. Will you please welcome, I'm going to win tonight, the amazing Sarah Milligan, ladies and gentlemen. Sarah Milligan. Sit down. You're such a cop. <laughs> Hello, I'm, everybody. I'm, I'm just going to film. This is just for my own entertainment oh, for later on. What am I supposed to do? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What yeah. entertainment is it for? Just for, you know, I just like to uh, watch. And I'll just dress you up as Geordie Shaw uh, and in my mind. Did you see her in Geordie, when she did Geordie Shaw on her TV show, on the Sarah Millican television programme? She dressed up as... I didn't even know what Geordie Shaw is. It's a TV show of some working class people having sex with each other. And you dressed up as one of them, didn't you? <laughs> Yes. It was very sexy. It was very nice. So, it wasn't. Uh, it was awful. It was beautiful. It wasn't. It was um, one of the girls who was in Geordie Shore. They're very sweet kids, but one of them, she just said to me, and I looked like a proper fucking skunk, and, um, and she looked at me and she went, you look lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't. You re you no, really, I really, really don't. Honestly, I mean, I'm usually disgusted by you, as you know, but... <laughs> I could go... Ah, oh, the feeling's mutual. I could, uh, <laughs> I, I just could. had to take an antacid because there was so much sick coming up with this. <laughs> just the thought of sharing a stage with you. This is, I think your guests are normally a lot closer, but I yeah. asked for this distance we to be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine, I'll be fine. It's all right. Uh. And backstage we were saying, but we must start. The thing is we're doing it now. Let's start, let's start by not being too offensive to each other. So, so yeah, we've got somewhere to go. Somebody will have to die by the end <laughs> of it. It's going to get terrible. So... 
So, Sarah, this is something I didn't know before today. That oh. Sarah Millican is not your birth name. That's your first married name, Millican. Your yeah. Name. Why did you keep your... You divorced your husband, your stupid first husband. First husband. Yeah, your first That's husband. That's bad, isn't it? It sounds really bad, doesn't it? My first husband. Yeah, uh, yeah I... I uh, decided to keep it only because I was writing plays at the time, just short plays and things at the live theatre in Newcastle. Yeah. And I was just starting to, I had a column in the free paper and I was just starting to, like, you know, I wasn't really on step one of the ladder, but I was sort of near the ladder. Yeah. And I thought, if I show up, it still means something. <laughs> You're all in the audience, see? <laughs> Nowhere near any fucking ladders. <laughs> Thanks to the four people clapping. Um, I, uh, <laughs> no, I, um, so I decided to keep it because it felt like if I changed it then, then the people who were like, oh, I like her stuff, yeah. then wouldn't know who I was. And no. so I decided to keep it. I changed uh, to Miss from Mrs. And I got all of my cards changed. I set them all off to get them changed. And the first one that came back was my Boots Advantage card because <laughs> they understood that I needed a makeover. Um, but I, uh, yeah, so I decided to keep it. And then now, because I'm known by it, I didn't change yeah. it when I got married again. No, so that's... It's weird, know, for, isn't it? Yeah, Is for, it your, weird? for your second husband, that must be a bit like, okay, so she's yeah. not taking this that seriously then, let's... Well, you know, marriage is temporary, you know that. <laughs> it is, it um, I mean, this one's going well so far, but it's very early yeah, days. Uh, but also, uh, he met me as Millican, so, yeah. you know... No, it's fair enough, but and also it's, it sort of in, it rubs it in the face of your first husband, doesn't it? That you're really successful with his well, name. Well, I mean, I didn't think of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is all um, I've had from you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Just in case he wondered, is that the one I used to be married to? Oh, same surname. Yes, it must be. It's not a common surname either. So yeah. I didn't want to go back to my maiden name, so I just kept it. I didn't really know what to do, so I just stuck with it. And it would have been Kick Sarah King. Yes. See, that's not as good. It isn't as good. But then it's hard well, to know, isn't it? my parents might listen to this. Okay. They won't, they won't. They don't know who he is. They don't know who he is. It does. Well, um, <laughs> but I not do. even tried uh, to learn. It's not, it's not a point. I do um, know who your dad is, though. That's weird, isn't it? Your dad is kind of famous and more. Yeah. So that's My weird. dad is... Um, because uh, we did the pilot for the TV series and and, uh, and understandably, like, producers and things were like, oh, and I was like, let's interview my dad. And they were like, oh, really? <laughs> and then we, I said, look, try it on the pilot. That wasn't going to go on the telly, we'll see. And uh, and lo and behold, he was brilliant. And they went, okay, we understand. Yeah. But then when the first episode actually went out on the telly, the first series, my dad rang the next day and I said, um, you know, what, what does it feel like? And did you watch it? And, and he said, I got recognised today. <laughs> and I said, really? And he said, yeah. I said, where? And he said, at the dentist. And I said, that's because that's your dentist. <laughs> like, he had an appointment. <laughs> so that's why they recognised him. Um, but yeah, he, uh, I think he likes all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's a bit of a shame when, you know, your dad is more successful as a TV star than I am. That is a, that is a, that's a kick in the face. Was, I nearly jumped in with, yeah. what, more than you? Yeah. But then I thought, that's rude. But then you went there yeah, anyway, went there so I could have done. I'm Missed doing, an opportunity to be rude to him. I'm doing, Slacking. Doing your job for you. So um, I'm having a human baby. So uh, I was... I mean, you're not, though, well, are you? I've done the your hard bit. Your wife is. I've done the very hard bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's harder for the man, because at least the woman's growing it inside and doing something. I've got this... It's really boring waiting for it to come. It's, so, it's well, such it's harder, a long It's harder time. for you because of your age. Yeah. Really. You know, because you're going to be, like, how old when it's born? I've been 47 and a half. 
Wow. And you'll still be able to pick it up and stuff, will you? <laughs> I've been in training. Oh, that's why I've been We're losing weight all people's babies yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Running away, running along with them so you go and get some. Would you, uh, you, is there a baby... Because I'm, what I've decided to do, because my career hasn't gone as well as I hoped it would, if I'm honest, I'm going to breed... It's gone about as well as we all thought well, it would. Well, no, but I was, I was hoping we'd <laughs> That's by the by. I was hoping it'd be better, but I'm going to breed a super comedian because my wife's also a comedian. That's true. Uh, and then I'm just going to train the baby from just make it into a comedian. In 20 years' time, it's going to win all the Perrier Award and stuff for me. Like, and then like it's going to go. Do. That's for my dad. <laughs> Fuck you. But don't you think if you train? Yeah. Don't you think you need to get some, some guest kids. trainers in? <laughs> I mean, I'll pop in if you, you like. Can pop me. You can come in. But that's, it's going to be either that or the president of the earth. You've got, a, you've got very... <laughs> I've got very high aspirations for my child. A lot of pressure. It is. But Not even got hands yet. I think it's important. I think it's important to live your life vicariously through your own children uh, to make up for your own failures. That's, that's, you see, because I'm not going to have kids, so no. I just had to do it myself. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. What, is, is, you, you, is that a definite decision you don't want to have kids? Yeah, I never yeah. wanted them. I had, a, had a, a fleeting moment once uh, where I thought of a couple of names that would be good and my ex-husband, as is now, went, oh, I don't really like those names, so I went, oh, I'm not going to bother. Because, <laughs> like, if I can't get... If I've got to carry the fucking thing around, yeah. like, not just, like, when it's growing, but, like, after that as well, because they can't walk for ages, no. then I want at least be able to shout whatever I like, like, name-wise, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he wasn't keen on the name, so I just thought I'm not really bothered. Okay, what I've name? Never had... What name was it? That you I'm were... not going to tell you that. Oh, okay. Richard. <laughs> wasn't shortened a dick, are you having a laugh? Um, no, uh, no, I did, I've never been... I'm maternal towards animals and yeah. other adults, where, like, I'm one of those people who says, text me when you get into it, so I know that you haven't died on the way home. One of those. So Just your cats? Uh, no, they to always humans. stay in. They've, okay. they've got keys, it's fine. Um, uh, but, I, yeah, I just prefer animals. Yeah. But it's fine. I mean, there's people like you who are procreating, so I don't need to. That's you know. true. So thanks. That's all right. That's good. I've got cats as well, though. So we've got that So have you got to get rid of the cats? Well, no, I think we'll probably keep don't them. Don't they drink the milk from the baby and push the pram over? That's what I read. <laughs> they might do. Been... They do, don't they? And then they weigh in its face. Yeah. And then they sometimes eat their hands. I'm a bit worried about how the cats will cope with this new creature how the coming cats in. Will yeah, cope. well, you know, we have. But I'm also delighted because it was good to have the cats first, yes. just to check. That I could keep something alive did for, you, for a see, long time. Do you enough. start with plants and then cats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a plant, but I, I, every time I had a plant, it would die. That's why I thought I'd probably not Did you let the cats know that when you got them? <laughs> That's no quite idea. terrifying. They just see loads of dead plants and start trying to get out of the but house. They try and kill. There's a, the only plant that survived is a rubber plant, but they eat that whenever they get a chance to the cats. Do your cats eat plants? Uh, yeah, they eat a spider yeah. plant, but we yeah. Googled it apparently. It's all right. They might just have the shits, but that's all right. Yeah, well, they get the shits. And but, yeah. I've got a mop. But I don't know. I don't know how they'll cope with the the baby. But they'll have how to. How many cats have you got? I've got two. And are you? What have you got? You've got two. I've got two. You see, because I think two is like normal, and then three is like oh, yeah. isn't it? Although the cat flat that we got says you can have up to nineteen. That's good. <laughs> I told that to my husband. He wasn't overly keen. <laughs> but it says I'm allowed. <laughs> it says you're allowed up to up to 19 why didn't they just say 18 <laughs> oh that would be 19 yeah. it doesn't matter nearly not... 20 nearly 20 nearly cats. 20 is it, is it one that you can get into via the chip in the cat yes but it doesn't work like, what, doesn't work no because we tried 
like putting the cat through and it didn't make it open. Yeah. It's a lot of faff. So we just gave them keys. Because I quite, I would quite like that for my front door if they just put a chip in me. <laughs> I mean, it's the start. It's the beginning of the end if they start chipping us, isn't it? If they literally do that. But, but also it means that if you were ever pissed anyway, somebody could just like, you know, put you under the scanner at Tesco and find out where you lived. That's quite nice. It's quite nice for the drunk, isn't it? It's thoughtful. That's what it is. It would be good. Um, so, um, uh, I, I, you've, done, you've done one thing that I... Uh, the only thing that I would like to be famous for now is the thing that you have done, which is to get on Who Do You Think You Are? Oh. Which I would love to do that, but that's because I'm getting old and, and now I'm, I'm procreating, or I'm halfway to procreating. You know, you never know what might happen. Uh, is, uh, <laughs> um, she uh, might leave you, that's yeah. what you mean. <laughs> That is true. Uh, and, and, you know, it's kind of, kind of, I've always liked that kind of family tree thing, but mm. they, did, you, did, 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 you, did you cry in yours? You did cry a bit yes, in yours? Yes, I cried. Uh, I went, well, I cried, there were two stories, and there was one that was harsher than the other, but I thought the harshest one was first, so I cried at that one, because yeah. I was feeling, and not, I didn't, like, force it, I was tearful. But then the second one came like both barrels and I was determined that I wasn't going to cry at both because I didn't want to look like the woman that cries. So I really had to hold it all in and it was quite hard. It was, it was an amazing experience. I personally have never had any particular interest in my family tree, but my parents have been, have tried. Yeah. And you, you, they sort of hit a brick wall every now and again and couldn't get any further. And, and they said to me, of all of the things that you ever do, if you ever get asked to do it, they actually sat me down and said, <laughs> if you ever get asked to do who do you think you are, please do it. So it was only about, because you know, they, do you know how it works? Like they, they research you for a bit and then they come back to you and go, no, there's nothing. <laughs> or they come, and what they did with me, they came back and said, there's something, but we're not sure yet. Can we have an extension? You get an extension, extension. They keep beavering away to see if there's any... Because obviously they might be like, eee, she wasn't married to him. Ooh, which is good for the family, but not really good telly. Um, so they came back eventually and said that they had two good stories, but they yeah. don't, you don't know anything. You don't know... Like, all I got was cold weather training, which, as my husband said, that might be just for when you go back home to see your mum and dad. <laughs> Rude. Um, they did also suggest that I just don't wear pants. That was one of the things that... That's quite weird, isn't it? They said it was going to be so cold that yeah. it's better if you don't wear pants. Wow. So, because it will... Will it freeze? Well, because you if you... If you're so cold... I can't remember what he said. Do you think... It's this rubbish, do you think? Just the guy's I think not. it was just a really pervy... <laughs> I think it was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No bra either. Uh-huh. As long as I'm warm. Um, it was a thing where if you... I think if you sweat, because you've got all yeah. of the cold weather clothes on. If or you if sweat, you're really turned on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not going to happen tonight, is it? Um, uh, if, you're, if your pants, if you're wearing like cotton pants yeah. and they get wet with sweat, the coldness would freeze you. Yeah. So they say either no pants or like lycra pants. Okay. So this is bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> Saying it out loud has made me realise that I've been had. <laughs> time I was like yeah this makes total sense uh-huh. so you wait it was in was it Canada because like Billy Connolly got to go to uh, India it looked quite exciting I think it was Billy Connolly mm. and some people get to go to you know the West Indies and you got to go to northern Canada or Greenland or somewhere was it yeah it was Canada, Canada we went to and it was minus 26 degrees when we were there but the um, when the uh, director and producer had done a recce two weeks before that it was minus 45 right <laughs> So, but there were loads of funny things that happened that they cut out. Like, I really think they should do, like, a, there were so many funny things that I, I wanted. You know the bit where they always have somebody on, um, on a train yeah. and you do tapping on a computer and then and they'll go, uh, 
Sarah Milliken decided to find out uh, exactly whereabouts in Canada her family were from. And then there's just me tapping with nothing on the screen. <laughs> what I wanted was for them to have my head and then cut to my hands and for them to be like big hairy man hands. <laughs> they weren't keen. And then the stuff about the fur trade, we made, me and the, the expert made so many beaver jokes that they cut them all out. Oh, they could have done 45 minutes just on beaver jokes alone. <laughs> Nothing, kept them all out. And there was a bit that my mum did, like my mum, because they ask your parents, they sort of sit you down with your parents and they say, what do you think, like how far have you got and what do you think? And um, they sat me down with my parents and my mum was, obs not obsessed, but she was convinced that there was money. There was money further back, convinced, yeah. convinced. And how, they said, what makes you think that there's money? And she said, because uh, I think it was a great uncle had a piano. <laughs> that was it, that was the whole, whole basis. But the, the man himself also, as well as a piano, he had a drawer full of um, uh, false teeth and a drawer full of glasses. So those things, are, they're quite odd. But yeah. then my mum used to get told off by her mum because at the age of about seven, she used to pretend to play the piano with the teeth in and the glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious and they cut it out and you're like, oh, no. there needs to be a funny version of this. They do, they do. It's a carry on who, yeah, who yeah, you think yeah. you are, but they're very serious on that. My favourite bit about it was you, because one of your ancestors was, was sort of lost out in the snow basically yeah. and he had to he had to get his he had to sort of crawl back with broken legs or something back to the yeah, thing yeah. and you were kind of going i wonder if he'll survive and you kind of go yeah he will sarah because no, no, you no, you no, are no, alive because no. you exist ah, you see but this is what loads of assholes <laughs> said to me on twitter um, <laughs> what they don't tell you was whether the person before he went away mm. whether he had already had a kid because yeah. if, if he'd already had a kid and then went away to Canada... Then, then that marriage wasn't going very well, was it? <laughs> well, no, because he went away to earn money for okay. his family. Now you're being facetious. This is, <laughs> and it's about family and yeah, you're going to have one, so shut up. Um, you, see, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't go away and work for five years. But they, didn't, they never tell you if they had a baby before they left or when yeah. they came back. So I didn't know. Okay. And also, it was, you see, they cut that out and made me look like a tit. Like I was going, <laughs> I wonder if he survived. <laughs> I'm not at all idiot. <laughs> Just sometimes. But it was an amazing experience. It, yeah. was, it was tiring and... and it, it took three continents before we could find some uh, sort of um, kind of uh, cold weather trousers that would fit me. I'm fatter than all of the UK and fatter than... Uh, no, it wasn't. It was, we had to go to Toronto. We had to go to a special shop. We tried three different shops. I don't think... I'm, I'm like a size 18, which I don't think is unnecessary. Um, but I, we ended up in a, we, three tr shops in Toronto, eventually found some. Because I thought, I know they want me to cry in this video at some point, but they should just come into the fitting room. <laughs> so they, we eventually found some that fit. And they were just like, kind of like salopettes, you know, you wear for skiing. Yeah. And, we, and the shop was called Hogtown. <laughs> I just thought that was so mean. It's so mean. So it's quite distressing in all sorts of ways. <laughs> right, I'm going to ask you an emergency question to get out of the embarrassment of insulting your dead ancestors. Um, this is a new uh, emergency question. If you had to choose between two, these two, and you had to do one of these two things, would you rather date a man who was a six-foot-tall penis, but he has a face? But he's, oh, uh, he sounds lovely. Yeah. He can wear a suit that looks, makes him look like he has shoulders, but that's false. So he is just a, he's just like, if, you took, if he was naked, he'd just be a massive penis. Right. But he might have, it's just because when you I was... You keep saying massive penis as if it's a bad thing. <laughs> but six foot is, is, is quite big. Oh, it's true. Uh, or 
I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. I'm nothing if not a trier. Or a man who, instead of a penis, instead of the penis, he has a tiny man uh, grafted onto him there. (laughs) Do you make these up? I do, mate. Are you quite all right? (laughs) Which of those two would you rather rather have? You can ask any subsidiary questions you wish to help you. Can the six-foot penis man... Has he got a penis as well? Uh, um, well, no, he just is a penis. So, I mean, his penis would function as a gigantic penis. Why don't penis. you want me to have sex anymore? But you, can have, you, can have, you can pleasure him. He would, like, have a blowhole in the... He would have a blowhole in the top, yeah. You could... You Are know, his feet testicles? Uh, no, he's it's, it's just a penis. On the small man... On the small man, um, that would be... That unbe- was a good question, If his feet it? are testicles, he has to walk around on his testicles, which would not be a pleasant thing for a six-foot. No, that would be a very hefty not... weight on some I'm guessing we're probably on... not going to go, like, shopping anyway, if I'm honest. <laughs> he's probably going to be somebody I'll keep it's indoors. A... But the tiny man is just replacing it. But he's not, like... He's not been, like, surgically attached. He's grown there. But there are some testicles underneath him, as there would be. Obviously. He's just replaced the penis. I feel like such an idiot for asking yeah. now. Um, but that, yeah. the, okay, extra question. The tiny, the tiny man yeah. that is a penis, but yeah. is a tiny man, uh, can he stand with his arms down by his sides? <laughs> can he breathe in a condom is what I'm asking. <laughs> I don't think he would be able to breathe in a, a con. It would be difficult for him. And, you know, in, 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 if he went anywhere, you know, say don't wear that to the man he was on, you'd have to say don't wear pants to him because then otherwise that man is going to be then crushed up with some testicles in some pants. It's a very difficult life He's for that man. He's grown there. It's his bloody fault. Well. I think I'm going to choose the little man penis. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think there's still a potential there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it'd be like having two boyfriends as well, because it would be a different personality. It's not the same oh, person. Oh, they're both going to chat. <laughs> they probably are. I've changed my mind. <laughs> what, the big Penis things? in a suit, please. Yeah. That's, good. That's a good question. Good answer. Thanks. Uh, you'd think you're the first one to go for that. Uh, and uh, of, uh, of everyone. Good. Are you ever... Mis- I get mistaken for quite a lot of celebrities and other people, and, like, just people keep, keep coming up to say, oh, I, you live near me, and go, hey, I see you in the park with your kids. You go, don't, I don't think you do. <laughs> Unless, because then, you look like... I look like loads of people. Loads of people. But I look like Charlie Borman. I look like Chris Packham. I look very you like... don't look like Chris Packham I look at all. Like, um, I look like Brad Pitt, identical to Brad Pitt. He is looking people, rough these days, isn't he? <laughs> people often see Brad Pitt on the cover of a magazine and think it's me. It happens all the time. He's copied my look. And then they realise he's on a magazine, so it can't be you. <laughs> Maybe the free paper. <laughs> Do you get mistaken for, for any celebrities, anyone other than yourself? Or um, I wore red glasses once, and somebody thought I was uh, Sally, the, uh, what is she called? Oh, the psychic yeah. woman. Sally, Even Sally. though she's got a good, I'm assuming, a good 20 years she's on me, I think. And, you know, is a Charlotte. <laughs> That's just common knowledge, isn't it? You haven't spoiled anybody's hopes we can and get, dreams. We can there. get sued for that, though. They're very litigious. Well, she's got a very homophobic husband, hasn't she? But we're allowed to say oh, that now because they true, were filmed. That's uh, fact. He was filmed doing it. So she's, in fact, she is. Um, what's her name? What's her last name? Sally. Morgan. I was going to say Sally Traffic. Uh, Sally Traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to the radio too much. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, she's uh, sacked her, her husband. Worked there, and she sacked her husband. Oh, that must be awkward. Yeah, I don't know if that. I don't know if that kind of goes into their marriage as well, or just professionally. It must do. Yeah. I bet he doesn't do a tea anymore. But. No, but that's kind of her and... I don't know, because I change my hair sometimes, so I don't... 
I don't know if there's anybody else that I really especially look like. No. Sorry. I was all right, just interested I to mean, see I'm not arrogant I'm... enough to say, you know, some big, gorgeous person no. like you do. Well, but... I'm just telling you what happens to me. I'm just saying, I have a lot of... Yeah, absolutely. Two taxi drivers have said, I thought I was Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> because they could they, only see you in they, a tiny they, bit maybe. of mirror. The first one was a guy, and he said, he said I'm not gay, but you look like Brad Pitt. Is it only gay people recognise celebrities? Is that a rule? I didn't know I, that. I didn't I know that. You learn everything, don't you? And the other one was a female taxi driver. I was with my wife, who's, I mean, she's a nice looking lady, but I don't know if she really looks like Angelina Jolly. I mean, I wish. Did you just call her Jolly as well? Angelina Jolly. <laughs> she sounds like she's on CBBC now. Angelina Jolly. Isn't she Dom Jolly's mum? <laughs> Maya, I had a friend, when I worked in W.H. Smith when I was 16, I had a friend who, I lived in South Shields and she lived in uh, Jarrow, which is just further along, and she was once on a bus in Jarrow, age 17 maybe, and dressed in a W.H. Smith's uniform, and somebody asked her if she was Terry Hatcher. (laughs) Didn't say she looked a bit like Terry Hatcher, asked her if she was Terry Hatcher. (laughs) She might have been researching a role. It's like when Scarlett Johansson (laughs) did that film in Glasgow and was walking around in vans. Have you seen this film, Under the Skin? And they filmed some of it for real with her in vans picking up guys, genuine guys, and then she was an alien, she was going to take them and eat them, but they filmed it like by her picking up guys, going, will you, will you show me how to get to this place? And all these kind of Glasgow guys getting in going, yeah, yeah, not recognising oh, it was really? Scarlett Johansson, but just thinking some very tasty woman was asking them to get in a van and drive around with and them. And they still went, Have you seen yeah, that yeah, film? Okay. It's amazing. No? I haven't, no. None of it my doesn't nerdy sound like fans. my sort of thing, if I'm honest. No, it's good. It's got too many vans in it, it sounds like. <laughs> you haven't sold it, Will. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a good <laughs> film. And you see uh, Scarlett Johansson naked in it. Now yeah. you've perked up. <laughs> you've perked up. He was, he was excited just to see some proper women behind him earlier on. He was looking around going, I can't believe there's women there. So imagine if he saw her naked, or even in a film, it would be an amazing thing for him. I think we're learning a lot about you right now. <laughs> That's what the, all this is about, this whole thing. <laughs> um, and uh, have you ever seen a ghost? Um, it's, already, it's already a funny it's very question. very serious question. Um, I think so. You think you have? Yeah. I thought you would have done. Tell me all Why? about it. What? Why? Why do you say something some, about, just something something about, about me you. Yeah. that you think what? Yeah. I just think you're a bit stupid. <laughs> you probably think you've seen the ghost. I bet you it's Rebecca right. Front hasn't seen the ghost. I'm going to ask Rebecca Front. I'm very. It's going to be a very. She's watching. It's now, going to so be she's a very. She's definitely going to see a noise. It's going to be a very different interview with Rebecca Front. I'm going to be very respectful to her because she deserves. She deserves, it. She deserves that. Respect. She does. She's so good. And also, she's a nice lady. Well, I don't know if I am. Uh, not with you, anyway, because no. you bring out the proper twat in me. Um, <laughs> Tell us about the ghost you saw. What kind of ghost was it? It was just an old lady walking into my sister's bedroom. That was okay. all it was. That's but, quite scary. No, no, was it, it didn't feel scary. Was it your gran? Uh, I, I don't think so. No, okay. Uh, I don't know now. But I, don't, I don't know. I saw something. I didn't know what it was, and that's what I sort of put on it so it no. might not have been I, I you know. might be right and no, you I might, might be... be wrong don't be don't be hurt no, the, by the thing me is, this is good though this is like neither of us are right and neither of us are wrong <laughs> i like no, that there's no way of knowing no. whether the ghosts are real or i mean not. if i get in touch with her again i make sure she come and fucking haunt you <laughs> mark gatis who's very clever had seen it and saw a ghost so. oh so there's potential for there me is. to be clever in but... the future oh well, that's okay. nice to know thanks bit, bit mentally ill as well though that's 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 what that's maybe what ghosts only come to nice people who aren't assholes 
your poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get on to. Uh, uh, have you seen the the website uh, Dirty Brick Com- Confessions? No. There is a there's a is website. Is it your website? It isn't. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking of buying it. <laughs> And I would put some up. Dirty I would prick, put. Did I you would see put. It? Some, it's called Dirty Brickcom Confessions, I think, or something oh, like that. Oh, Brickcom! I thought Brick-com. you said Dirty Prick. No. <laughs> that's why I assumed it was. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> it's where comedy fans go to put oh. their their sexual fantasies about comedians. Okay. Who are British generally? And you just put them up about yourself, do you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I put. I, there's no nothing about the Geordie Shore on there. If that one goes up, you'll know it was me. Um, this is the ones about you, some of the ones about you. I don't like doing oh, so much. Why are you telling me these because things? Because I, I want to see if you would do them. And <laughs> I'm hoping it's like it's all You're blind. not going to do this to Rebecca Frank either, I'm, are you? I am, but with great shame and embarrassment. <laughs> I, I thought people would have too much respect for Rebecca Front to even put salation. And her, and her child is in the audience as well. As the, uh, she's, I think he should maybe leave for that particular bit. <laughs> I'm disgusted with what people have said about. I'm you very might have upset. Left I'm very upset about people saying about Rebecca Front. I don't mind them saying about you, but about Rebecca, <laughs> that is wrong. No respect. Um, I would like to eat Sarah Millican out. Who wouldn't? It's a perfectly reasonable question. <laughs> That's quite nice. Would you, would you be... So I have quite low self-esteem, so every time somebody tells me they fancy me, I just think, weirdo. <laughs> um, that is... I'm glad they didn't send that to me, so at yeah. least they're putting it somewhere they're where I wouldn't They're putting it somewhere look. else where people can see it, and you can go and see it if you want. I and mean, we can stop this if it makes you uncomfortable. Let's do one more. OK. I'd, uh... <laughs> there are loads. <laughs> there are loads more. This one's quite nice. There are loads, are there loads? Uh, yeah. there loads? There loads. I think it's disgusting, I'm even, but I'm thrilled. I'm not even going give to you, give you all of them. I have to say, though, just before you get too excited, there are, like, some for Stufa, like, Harry Hill's puppet and stuff like that, so it's not... Okay, yeah, but it's <laughs> There's all some right. for me as well. Uh, I'd love some highly awkward sex with David Mitchell, uh, Sarah Millican, and or John Richardson. So I think the and or is you. David Mitchell's definitely in there. But and or Sarah McGann or, or John Richardson. So we the, the could awkward, like... The awkwardness is a must. So they want to have sex Well, look, it's David already going to be awkward. Yeah. But you and David Mitchell. So if it's you, it'll be you so... and David Mitchell and this person. We don't three. have to get a boy. Oh, what a faff. And, uh, and it's you see, if there's awkward. three, you've got... If there's two other people, you've got to yeah. shave everywhere. Yeah. But if there's just one other person, you usually know what angle they're coming at you from. Yeah. And you can just shave that root. <laughs> and John Richardson is a bit of a stickler as well. He oh, is. No. He won't I, be there, though. He won't be there. The That's better, then. Okay. John Richardson will not be there. So we're taking it. But you and David Mitchell, you have to have awkward sex. I think it probably would be. Do you know It'd David quite... Mitchell very well? I don't know him that well. No, it'd be awkward. Uh, I know him quite well. He's a very lovely man. some strange art comedy fan. Yeah, I'm going to say no on that one, Richard, if that's all right. Okay. uh, But it's nice to know somebody's thought of it. (laughs) I want Sarah Millick. This is someone else. Okay, is this the last one? Oh, yeah. Thanks. Doesn't have to be. I went... uh, (laughs) Just check it's the best one if I've only got one more. What's weird is you've written it into your notebook. (laughs) So that, like, you could have just printed this off, the internet, and then, like, binned it afterwards. But you've written it... How long... Empty pages are in that notebook that you're going to be with his notebook for so much longer that it's still there. 
Read it. I want Sarah Millican <laughs> to pull my hair and smother me with her boobs before she throws me back and rides me into oblivion. <laughs> Afterwards, we have cake and watch soaps. You know what, that's not... A co- Can I think about that one? Yeah. <laughs> An oblivion, that is at Lightwater Valley, isn't it? <laughs> it's one of the rides at Lightwater Valley. Okay, okay, yeah. But um, that's... Somebody's thought that through. I yeah. like that they've thought about what to do afterwards as well. It's quite sweet. I think that's a gentleman. It is. <laughs> <laughs> or a gentlewoman. We don't know. Oh, we, don't yeah. know we don't know if they're male or female. So that is... So, but, I mean, it, it, these are quite... I mean, they are obviously horribly weird, but they are a positive thing in some ways. They're nice yeah. in a way. I mean, well, I, what I find interesting about... Um, often uh, when I have female guests on this show, uh, that, that people will tweet. There, there? Oh, no, no people will tweet me and let me know what they think about that uh, female comedian, which yes. they won't do. Almost exclusive. It never happens with men, but oh, with, really? but with women, uh, people will feel the need to tell me that I am wrong to have them on the show, yeah. which is kind of odd. Which is, that didn't happen very much, but a couple of people went, "Oh, oh no." Yeah, they do that. Uh, which is kind of an odd reaction. Well, it's kind of nice to know that those other people are out there. <laughs> the people who want to have sex with me and David Mitchell. Yeah. And then eat cake and watch soaps. But you, uh, it I think, balances out, doesn't it? I think you get, you get a disproportionate amount of weird and unpleasant stuff on the internet. That, yeah. uh, that, you know, say someone like, you know, you and I, uh, the, uh, the only difference is you're a highly successful comedian. Uh, but <laughs> we both do a, a fair amount of sort of smutty and yeah, rude, yeah, totally. rude stuff. Uh, that I think some like I think some Connie fans like to look at that and go, uh, that's just uh, yeah, that's just rude stuff. I like sophi- I like the sophisticated comedy mm. of Stuart. So what you're seeing <laughs> usually Stuart Lee. Well, somebody, but, uh, somebody should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I wonder if so. What you're saying is I do smut and you do smut and yeah. you get more people telling you. I get more people telling me that I shouldn't do it. Or yeah, well, just that they don't. You know, but they it, there's a sort. I think it's a sexism within it, but it's weird that you get. I mean, I think a lot of popular. The more popular you are as anything, you get like people saying, "Oh, I don't like that," because it's like, why has that person got onto? But I get vociferous. I get into vociferous arguments with people online about a few comedians mm-hmm. that I like and that they think I shouldn't. Are you like. defending me? Or are you on their side? Uh, it starts <laughs> off. <laughs> I am defending you. Well, you know, because like yeah. also, well, if, if on this, I've had 50, you're the 51st person I've had on this uh, series. So like out of those 50 comedians, most of them are comedians, chances are, you know, not everyone's going to like every single one that comes yeah, yeah. on. So you don't go, oh, I'm going, now going to tweet the person who runs that to tell what, them. That's what Twitter is. It's for people who, it's like, you know, you and I might have a conversation in a pub about a telly programme we didn't like. Yeah. But then neither of us would go on Twitter, find who wrote it or who starred in it, and then tell that person. It's a real specific kind of person who wants to tell the person. I don't mind that some people don't mind find me funny. That's fine. It's, it's you know, there's comics I don't find funny. I don't yeah. think they're not funny, but they're just... People are too afraid. Chris Addison said this, and I think it's true. People are too afraid to say, not my cup of tea. They have yeah. to say that somebody's shit. When they're clearly not. Yeah, but I, mean, I think it's true. But there's a snobbishness, which, I, and that's why I don't. Because I think you know, you are a really great comedian. So that's what really annoys me about it. I guess people see things. Sometimes they'll see one thing you've done, or they'll see you. You know, they'll just they'll have, if they've seen you on TV and they've seen one episode of something and they didn't like it, then they go, "Oh, I don't like that." But you know, they're going that she's not a good comedian. I go, "No, no, whatever you say, she's well, a comedy, very she is a very." Don't good you comedian. think that's more with comedy than it is with uh, like music or anything like that? Because 
when an audience laugh at you, it sort of it comes from the gut, like they don't have any control over that. Yeah. And if you're sitting in an audience where everybody's laughing but you, you feel a bit like, well, why, why aren't you making me laugh? Like it's, but I would never then tell them. It's the same as like if somebody goes to say, people never get as sort of vehement and angry about a band that they hate as yeah. they do about a comedian that they hate, because your job is to make them laugh and you're not doing your job as far as they're concerned. But I think, I think women in general on Twitter get more sort of hassle than men do yeah. and it's bad that I'm just thinking yeah yeah what you're saying is true it's bad that I've accepted it but yeah. it is a fact yeah. like I did a tiny thing for the stand up to cancer that was on channel 4 on Friday a tiny little video thing that I did with Dr Christian getting women to check for lumps check their breasts and I still got abuse for that and you think well that means that it's all bullshit then because if you do something that is so not offensive that I wasn't even trying to be funny on it. It was just a, it was trying to get a message across in a light-hearted way, and people are still offended at that. Then fuck them. Well, some some people, you know, some people are very supportive of uh, of cancer and want cancer to kill people. So it's a, it's very annoying. Oh, so that's when, what it is. I because I'm against cancer. It's kind of oh. confusing for those kind of people because you know it's about boobs, so they probably like those, but then. They, it's a kind of weird thing. Uh, so uh, I think basically, people want to. Some people are. Twitter is great. I love Twitter. I love the interaction. I love having fun. I love sort of dicking about on there and it being daft and stuff and reading about other what other people are up to. But everywhere has assholes. When I used to work in an office, there was always at least one twat, and it just means that the workplace is a lot bigger. <laughs> And there's just twats on there as well. Yeah, but they I mean, never, I never, in, I never interact because no. that's what they want. So I don't bother. Yeah, because it's interesting how, how people deal with it. I mean, what your TV show? Me and my, my wife, when I'm on tour, my wife will be tweeting, you know, t texting me and telling me what's on, and we watch it together. I think it's really excellent, populist mm, television. Thanks. It's really, really funny. But your stand-up is also like, you know, there's there's so much more to it. I, I think there's a, like kind of comedy fan snobbishness to it. That they kind of think, oh no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like that because that's about this. But they don't. I think you, some comedy fans don't understand that it's kind of harder in a way to do, to do, uh, to do those, to do subjects that everyone does and find your own way through. Mm. Them, you know, I mean, do. I just, I do what I do, and it makes me laugh, and that's all I've got to go on to start yeah. with. And then I try it in front of an audience, and then if they give me enough positive feedback, it goes further on yeah. on tour or whatever. And I know that some people don't find me funny, and it's totally fine. The problem I have is when people decide to tell you, yeah. or when they just, it's kind of for women I think it's slightly different because you often get your physical appearance criticised as well which is completely irrelevant yeah like I bet you don't get a message from somebody saying oh that's a really rubbish shirt you've got on <laughs> yeah I do do you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, not, I don't not think in the same men way. get it as much as women not do not in the same way no, my, my wife wrote a very funny uh, article and she didn't, I don't know what she's going to do with it but about turning that the whole thing around about sort of having you know people on Twitter having go at David Attenborough and how they're going to cut his cock off and stuff it down his throat and stuff we, when you actually turn it around and do you know say the things yeah. that women have to say to to men go oh what are you doing on TV you're too old David Attenborough you know <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind of you don't see it and it's suddenly go oh wow you know you do see the sort of difference I mean you do I do get people you know, people will track you down to tell you they don't like you. It mm. may, but it makes me laugh because I kind of think, well, why would you waste your time yeah. doing that? What does it say about you that you've wasted your time? To, if I don't like something, I'm not going to then go and find the person and no, tell and them I, I don't like... No, I started a rule where I just don't see anything negative on Twitter. So if yeah. somebody... If I go and see a film and I don't like the film, I don't mention it. Because I once saw a film... I can't remember what the film was now, but I said... 
Well, that was a load of shit, like, because I'm really eloquent on Twitter. <laughs> and somebody who was in it replied and said, like, in a funny way, but, like, how very dare you? And yeah. I felt awful. Yeah. So I had a rule. Now, I just, if I, I don't say I'm going to the cinema, I say I've been. So if I've enjoyed a film, I'll say, oh, I saw that was really good. But I never say anything if I've, because there's just so much negativity on there. Why would you add to it? Yeah, I thought you, I thought I saw you in the audience of my show in Edinburgh this year, and then you didn't tweet about it afterwards. So it's, um... <laughs> You were mistaken, I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been Sally Morgan. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> Predicting your future, it's not what she does, not what she does. Contacting the death of your success. No, it doesn't work, does it? Move on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sort of interesting, it was like, it was, but I think it's, I think it's a, a, a woman being successful as well, is the, the, that kind of person who gets, who gets bothered about that it's, it's such a weird thing for me to think that guys who wouldn't anyone who's confident in themselves any man who's confident in themselves mm. wouldn't be see it as a challenge if if women are no, as good you know it's, it's, it's only so like much you can only them, get yeah. you can only be sexist if you think oh fuck i am really shit uh, and so therefore allowing everyone to have an equal go at stuff is going to really show me up <laughs> on this so i'm going to have to keep it as it is yeah i think it's still the attack and then I'm still where I am. I've still got what I consider the best job in the world and I love my job yeah. and I still... They don't buy a ticket to my show because they're not that, you know, they're, they're not that sort of <laughs> aggressive in their hatred of me. That would be brilliant if they were like, £25, I'm going. <laughs> um, so my, when I walk out in front of an audience, they're always lovely and yeah. the TV audiences are lovely and, you know, so it's... But I did that once. I talked about it in, my, in this year's show. I, when I was 16, me and my friends paid to go and see Ted Rogers from 321 because we hated him. <laughs> and then we heck, we sat in the front row and heck, I mean, it was awful. It was disgraceful, terrible behaviour, so I deserve That's any awful. bad thing I get. It was awful. That's really We heckled awful. everyone. Oh, but then I go, no. you know, so we, were, we were laughing at Ted Rogers, pretending we were the kind of idiot. We were kind of screaming with ironic excitement, pretending we were the kind of idiots who were fans of Ted Rogers, rather the kind of idiots who weren't his fans but would still pay to go and see him. <laughs> see did a show get, and just smartly spoil it. Did you get thrown out? No, we got like, the. Uh, there was a very, um, it, uh, it's kind of a pivotal moment in this year's show because this year's show is a little bit about um, looking backwards and looking forwards and where I am in my career and I'm actually almost the same age as Ted Rogers was then and so you sort of realise but there was hardly anyone in the audience and like but people were coming up just the next day thinking we were part of the show and you know like they would do because you think oh they planted those people to be idiots in the audience it was oh, it was terrible because so, even if you don't like Ted Rogers yeah. he's just doing his job to he's... people who've paid who like him and you've spoilt their night and you're such a cunt <laughs> But at least I'm not a sexist cunt. I did it. Oh, so I you did, did it to a bloke, so that's all right. <laughs> I did it to an old did man. Did you that like old, an old school version of Twitter? Is that what you did? Yeah, well, as I say, I say in the show, you know, we didn't have the internet, so we couldn't just tweet him. We had to go along in person. It was harder to be a prick in the 1980s than it but is now. But you still managed. I still did. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. It's a terrible, terrible way to behave, but it doesn't. Um, but then like, I was in, uh, where was in Wakefield uh, last week. I'm on tour at the moment, Lord of the Dance City. Do come along. And I don't mind if you pay and ruin the show, actually, as long as I you get the money. You should all totally do that. <laughs> um, but then right at the beginning. So I did my first joke, and then on, as I started my second joke, someone shouted, bollocks! And I went, oh, because it was about dating. And I said, oh, is it, what, is that the idea of me talking to a woman? Or whatever. He said, no, I'm quoting the thing on the internet where the heckler shouted bollocks during all your jokes. <gasps> And you kind of go, well, did you watch that video and think, that, oh, I want to emulate that guy who gets... Imagine not even being original, not even thinking up your own word. But it was like he'd come along in order to quote the 
that thing back at me that most of the audience would have no idea what he's talking about. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a tough gig. But then luckily he did shut up. Was, uh, but, uh, you know, I deserved it. I deserved it. Well, was it Ted Rogers? It might have been. It was, it was, dust, it was. It was Dusty Bin. That's it was. <laughs> Ted Rogers is dead, but Dusty Bin still has some battery life left in him. In the 1980s, there was a TV star who was, who was a dustbin. Have you seen it lately? It's really complicated. It's unchallenged. Is it? Yeah. Three, two, it's one. really complicated. It was pretty complicated in the 1980s. It mm. was a very... I was younger than you, though, well, so... It was, a, it was like prime time entertainment. It was insane. And it was always like, the clue was so cryptic. So cryptic. <sighs> Brilliant. Make them like they do now. Brilliant. They had the, all the variety stars on there. It's an amazing, amazing. I bet he still, just before he died, I bet he still cried about that night. <laughs> he might have a bunch of twats in the front row decided to ruin his well, night. Well, we did it to everyone. There was like, it was a variety night. And there was oh, like a, we did, oh, well, that's we did all right. Every Equal single person. Who else was on? There was like a really old magician who was, oh, God, was about 70 or, 70 or 80 years old. And he was already like, Oh, unable Richard. to do his tricks and then we just ruined everything so I imagine he did, did go you home and die interesting is that while you're a prick then the fact that you're telling people about it now <laughs> means that you're still slightly proud no, of it it's, no it shows that I'm saying that that's a bad thing I'm, I'm, it's a, it was an awful thing to if do if you're properly ashamed nobody would ever know about it I'm very ashamed of it but it is it's not amusing. ashamed enough for me <laughs> it was quite it was quite funny uh, <laughs> it's quite funny that, they, that it's gone full circle and I'm now the same age as Ted Rogers and struggling to get an audience in seaside towns and you haven't even got a bin I haven't got a bin that's it I, got, I had Stuart Lee but if, I'd, if, I'd had, if I'd had a dustbin I'd be on ITV now I'd, I had <laughs> not as good not as good as a dustbin uh, so there's a pudding section on your website of puddings yeah. you've eaten mm. Quite. <laughs> well, it's good for, you know, I thought, uh, you know, I'm not always on tour. Yeah. It's not always things changing on the website, so let's have something that changes a lot, so put puddings up there. It can only be ones I've eaten, not, not ones I've just had a spoon of, like of somebody else's. It has to be one I've eaten the whole thing of. And there's also a bit where people can upload pictures of their own puddings. Right. Which sounds vaguely filthy now that I've said it like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just thought it would be daft. I just think it, it's nice if a website isn't just basically like a catalogue of things that you can buy. It's nice <laughs> if there's stuff in there that isn't, you know, it's just daft as well. Yeah. Can, you, can we buy the puddings from the website? You could, you could add that. Could be no, like an Amazon. I've of shut them all out. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just how it works. That's eaten. Have you ever considered selling your feces to fans? <laughs> Because I would pay Maybe for Maybe there might be yeah. men in that website. There would be. There like definitely once. would be. No, I haven't considered no. it. Um, it. To be honest, I've, sometimes I have quite bad IBS, so yeah. I don't know how you'd transport it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in a, a Ziploc bag. <laughs> you might freeze it first. That might be better. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Put a bit of gelatin in it. Just, I don't know. I've not thought of it. I'm not prepared an answer for this. Sorry if this is... <laughs> bit freewheeling, sorry. I've never it's been asked that be before, prepared. weirdly. Good. It's nice to be asked a question you've never been asked no, before. No, that's true. Would you consider selling your feces to fans? <laughs> you could, at the moment, your DVDs are selling all right. But yeah. if it goes to a point where that changes... But I could give a free one away with the DVDs. <laughs> a spoonful. You could like, make one last 
Yeah, just, Could yeah. That's, yeah, just a spoonful. <laughs> Yeah, could be in vapour form when you open the DVD and then the shit comes out in vapour form and gives you dysentery or something. That could vapor be a form. <laughs> could you vaporise it. I don't, when people watch my DVD, I don't want them to be thinking of shit. <laughs> I'd like them to be having a nice time. <laughs> okay. Whatever, whatever. So, uh, here, then, this is some, I've got some questions that I think you'll like. Uh, where do you get your crazy ideas from? <laughs> What, like coming on this? Um. <laughs> what do you prefer, doing comedy or something else? <laughs> These are good. These are good. Well, you did used to be a journalist. Oh, yeah. These are good questions. What is it? What do you think? Because is it comedy or do you like doing other things other than comedy? Which you if you had to choose between doing comedy and something else, which would you anything do? Anything else. Yeah. Well, something else. Not anything else. Something else. Something, what's the Listen something? Listen to the question. What's the something? Something else. Be specific. Can't think of anything. I'm no. just trying to ask the questions that do you ever get that do you prefer doing comedy or being on TV what do you, would you prefer stand up or doing on TV oh, and you go well, I, I like both of them just at different times they like yeah, them equally that's why I do both of them yeah because if I just liked one I'd probably just do the one yeah um, I don't like why aren't women funny yeah that's harsh yeah why aren't when you're they sitting though? there <laughs> trying to sell like a DVD or some tour tickets and then they put at the bottom Sarah Millican's tour is available tickets are available on this website and you're like you've just gone women aren't funny uh, but if you want to see one try <laughs> <laughs> thanks it is great well, I, but I well, this is nothing that's not even I read a few interviews uh, in preparation for this because I prepare uh, for this one, I'm very fresh. I'm very fresh. <laughs> wow, but there was a guy in the in the Guardian who said, "Oh, I, you know, I'm getting on with you." And then he goes, "Oh, and then I asked Sarah where she lived, and suddenly the the the, the barriers went up, and she wouldn't. Uh, I live in Central Manchester. Yeah, but where exactly? I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, because I'm not going to fucking tell you where I live. Yeah, thank you. you I thought it was a bit odd weirdo. that he wanted my postal address. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he wanted to send me some feces. Yeah, he might have done. Um, uh, yeah, and I said no. I didn't like, and that was all very jovial. Yeah. And then, like, I'm paranoid. But then he wrote it up like you were weird, yeah, rather than he was weird. Journalists. I, I love it when journalists do that, and you can just read it and go, "No, you're really yeah, yeah. weird." And for everybody, all of my friends who read that went, "Did he really want your address?" <laughs> yeah. He really wanted me. It was very odd. It was, but at gonna, the time, it was fine. That's, yeah. well, it's fine disconcerting because it seems like it's going really well and then you read it up and you go, oh, that's not what happened. No. But that's, that's but the, how so it they're works. trying, again, it's sort of like tr they're trying this angle so they're going, oh, you're very... I think it's when you're a comedian so like that's why they go, oh, the tears of the clown. He was, he was so depressed in mm. real life because he wasn't all the time joking and, and laughing think, the whole time. I think they want an angle. Yeah. And But like, I don't like cheese. Why isn't that an angle? Um, <laughs> Mark Watson doesn't like cheese. Andrew Lawrence, there's loads of comics. Yeah. That should be an angle. Uh, but they never do that, even though I suggested sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I, I sort of, I understand in a way, I don't agree with it, but I understand that to just say, she seemed quite nice and she seems to get on well with her family and she likes her job, so that's nice and she works quite hard. That's boring, that's a really boring interview so they have yeah. to find some kind of angle and I'm dull as fuck. So they have to make up an angle because they can't find one. There's nothing, there's nothing to tell, it's really, I just, I'm just nice yeah. and I like my job. <laughs> it's really boring. You must be quite, I mean, I think to do well, you've got to, have, you've got to work, but you work very hard. Yeah. And you're, so you're, you've got ambition, so they could, they could mm -hmm. say that if that's a negative or a positive thing, I don't know. I think it's a positive thing personally, but I suppose I it's, it's a positive but thing. But that's, that's how you've got to where you've got to, really, is by just, you work very, yeah. very hard. I don't so think do... there's a magic formula. No. I think people think it's like an overnight thing, and you think, well, I just, 
I really liked being on stage. I liked writing jokes, so I just did it loads. Yeah. And, and as much as I possibly could. And then that got us here on what? this stage with you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's on the downturn already? Yeah. I thought it was Definitely on the, on the... Well, I'm going to talk about this with uh, Rebecca Front, who's won awards, done loads of... She's won loads of awards for loads and loads of stuff. Yeah. Apart from... She's worked with me a, a, on many projects. And it's almost like you can put the two... The things she's won awards for and the things that have never won awards into t like a Venn diagram that never really well, meets. But you're sort of the personification of never really win an award. Yes, it is. And I really love it when you win an award because I know it secretly pisses you off. It does. Because you've got that loser status that you can't really have anymore. But I only win it for internet stuff and that doesn't really... That's it's not really real, is it? Doesn't no. really Because at some point somebody will accidentally click something and it'll all disappear anyway. So. <laughs> Hope you've printed off your podcasts. Um, have you ever seen a Bigfoot? Uh, like on a man? No, like a... No, like no. a Bigfoot. Like a Bigfoot, like a Sasquatch. Bigfoot, like a weirdly Bigfoot and the no. other one's just sort of no, like... like seven, a Sasquatch. Eight. I've never seen this, but I like saying the word. Don't you yeah. like saying Sasquatch? Yeah, I do. You might yeah. have seen one when you were in Canada looking for your great great granddad. I didn't granddad. even say a moose. I was promised a moose. <laughs> Which sounds like I'm just saying Geordie for mouse. I was promised a moose. <laughs> we went in a helicopter at one point and, uh, and they said where we have to get to is like a 45 minute helicopter ride. Okay. So got in the helicopter and I looked at it and it was beautiful scene of snow and of trees it was beautiful but it was very samey and after six or seven minutes I fell asleep and they were trying to film me being like oh wow and I was like you're gonna have to do it on the way back because I was like like that because I'd scanned looking for a moose and there wasn't one so I just fell asleep because it was just you know it's the hum of the whoa 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 and I was all warm and, and you know in me pants me like a pants I don't think I've ever been in a helicopter no, I don't think so. Well, you should definitely do it. Well, I'm not successful. Like you, you get to probably travel everywhere. I didn't own the helicopter, you Richard. Fly around everywhere. In I helicopter. haven't bought a helicopter. <laughs> Have you not ever been in one? I don't think I've ever been in a helicopter. That's a terrible thing. Give us a cheer if you've been in a helicopter. Like normal, normal I just people. wanted to prove that you don't have to own one to be to be allowed very, in one. I've got a very rich audience of business yeah. people in there. The helipad upstairs is chock a block tonight. <laughs> Can I just do one more from uh, the British Big oh. Comic Confessions? Okay. Because this one is, um, I'll just check it, it's the one I'm thinking it is. Oh no, sorry, that's, uh, one for, that's one for Rebecca, thank God I didn't start reading now. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of weird just because it's... They're it's, all weird, Richard, well, carry on. Starts with, Sarah Millican's comedy is so sweet... Yeah. <laughs> uh, in comparison, seen you in it, no, it's fair enough. In comparison to Frankie Boyle's offensive comedy, this is why they should have a, a raging sex... Where we have. Where, where Sarah no. completely dominates Frankie, who begs for mercy when she brings in a load of cake topped with whipped cream, his ginger beard would quiver. I don't think a beard can quiver. What, what's interesting about that is that they have concocted a sexual uh, fantasy that does not involve them. <laughs> That's quite sad, isn't it? Are they like at least watching? I don't think they are. I think they're just imagining it. And also just that they lose kind of control. It's like controlled. And then they get so excited often, like they make a sentence. The last sentence is something that doesn't really make sense. They're so his ginger beard yeah. would quiver. But that's, 
I mean, my beard might quiver. <laughs> That's quite interesting that they've typed all that. No one found well that the way the internet works is that you can delete, you can read it through a couple yeah, of times and back. delete it. But he's obviously just been so excited that yeah. he's just, he's obviously like ejaculated as he pressed enter. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it, kids. Um, <laughs> thanks for that. Can I have um, some of your money? <laughs> Tonight, I'm yeah. getting some of yours. Yeah, I'm going to give uh, you 250 pounds for coming on this. Do you need it back for your child? Might. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a very. I've had a pretty disastrous year, really. But I'm just. What I've decided. I've it's decided. Good that you don't mention it very I, often, though, I isn't it? I think. Um, <laughs> I sort of see money as. Uh, uh, not as not a real thing. I think if you start seeing money as re- too real, it's it's. Uh, Hold on, what? It's not real, is it? It's not real. It's not real. So it's when not you real buy thing. like uh, a pair of trousers, yeah, do you just give them the air? <laughs> no, I give them the money, shop. but it's like it's an abstract thing. So it's not. I think if you money become, is not an abstract it thing. It's not real though. It's not. It, it, we use it, and we because we all agree that it, it exists. It exists. Mm-hmm. But if we went, if someone went, no. I'm not going to take that money for this pair of trousers. The whole thing falls apart. So it's an abstract Or they concept. just walk out without trousers. Yeah. Or you just walk out with the trousers and don't give them any money. And then go the to other, prison. The other day I was in uh, a news agents in, uh, in Manchester mm-hmm. and the man at the till was taking... I wanted to buy a Cornetto and the man at the till was taking a long time... In October? Time, yeah. <laughs> for breakfast. It was a breakfast Cornetto. You were a lonely man on and, tour. And... Uh, it was a pound, and so I just left and put a pound on the thing, and he was chatting. He said, hey, come back. Come, hey, sir, come back, come back. I said, I put a pound there. That's not how back. it works, though. You have to, you'd furious. have to ring it in the till. I know, but fuck him. You can get... and how he was th- making me wait. I could give the name of the newsagent. Let's now. not, because I think I you're still in the wrong. I am. I'm definitely in the wrong. But see, I could have just walked out with the cornetto. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been able to do anything. So... <laughs> So money is an abstract. It's not. We it's all not. believe it's it not. exists. It doesn't matter. Don't get don't get head up on it. It's, a, it's I'm not, not real. I'm not getting head up on it. So real. much as worried slightly that you are being abusive to people in Manchester <laughs> because they are making you pay I for something you want. Yeah, but he you walked out. He out didn't pound. know that you had a. Had you could have had a Magnum. That's more than a pound. Well, I was being honest. You weren't. You were being an impatient ass. <laughs> And, but you they see, should be a man manning the thing. Well, maybe they don't expect people to buy Cornettos in the morning, <laughs> well, in October. They shouldn't be stocking them then, should they? They should be at the I back. Bet they don't they now. should wheel them out. They should wheel out the Cornettos at five o'clock in the afternoon what time or in when the it's sunny enough. I'm fascinated by your it diet was on about, tour. T- it was about 10 30. I'd had oh, my, that's bre- all right. I'd had had my breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. You'd, had, you'd had breakfast number one. Yeah. And <laughs> this was breakfast do. number two. Thought we all did. Cornetto keep me going. Like a pre 11s. What I'm kind of cornetto did you have? It was strawberry. Mm, it said new. Choice. It said new, and it was slightly different than the ones I'd had uh, in recently. It was, it was new. A new. It was a new style of cornetto. That's what was. What that's was what new attracted about it? me. It was just slightly the white stuff on the top. I don't know if it's meant to be ice cream. Uh, is <laughs> I think it's supposed to be, but I don't, I don't know. What, what, I don't know what it is. It's an ice cream. Uh, it was slightly uh, fluffier than uh, usual. It's nice that you value it so much, but not enough to pay for it. Yeah, I did pay for it. Yeah, you f- you threw a pound at a man, <laughs> and then you Take walked your out. Pound. Well, because he, I, you know, his shop was not. It's, there was a sign saying "Use the other till." There was no one at the other till. 
What was so I meant to do? So just do a little cough or just the excuse me, can I pay for this? He or? was talking to a man about cigarettes for ages. So walk out, walk out and leave the... the Cornette, no, co- we'll leave the Cornette on the counter so it melts. That no, looks, so it loose. I didn't say that, you're putting words on I didn't mouth. have time to go back. I didn't have to go time to go all the way back to the Cornetto You didn't have fridge. time. You didn't have, what were you doing? What were you doing that day that you didn't driving. have time to go to another shop? What were you doing that day? You driving were so, to Newcastle. You were driving to Newcastle, but yeah. you still had time. You went that busy. You still had time to buy a Cornetto. I had time to buy a Cornetto, even accounting for a 20-second wait at the till. I had the correct change. I knew it was going to be a quick transaction, but I knew if it was if that spread into 45 seconds to 50 seconds, that, that would throw my that, that would throw off my whole day of driving to Newcastle. We've talked about this for about six minutes, <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't have time to wait for another 15 seconds to be not. civil to a man you're trying to have a transaction with. Can't she shout at me as if I was some kind of idiot? I'm glad because <laughs> you are. He got his pound. He's got a cornetto. I bet it cost him like 25p for that cornetto. I bet he's got a podcast that he's talking to somebody about. <laughs> and there was this right twat came in the other day. Uh, I think he was on the telly, but a really long time ago. <laughs> that, is my, that was my slight worry as I walked away. That, they, that he might recognise who I was and tweet. Richard Herring just came in, but I didn't need to, did I? Because I've just told the whole story myself. Richard Herring came in and refused to wait to Were buy a Were you doing cornetta. that just so that somebody would mention you on the internet? <laughs> so sad. Good be. Good, because I don't get many sexual fantasies on uh, Britcom Confessions anymore. Have now. you bookmarked it? <laughs> <laughs> you have, haven't you? You check I regularly. I, I, do, I, I do search for my name. On, I do have a Google alert. Oh, no, that's, that madness is there. Why, I like to know what everyone's saying. That? No, no, it's oh, it's horrible. It's I all nice. Everyone sh- loves me. It's all nice. Oh, you haven't seen my stuff. Then. Um, I sort of think uh, you shouldn't read all the stuff that says people think you're brilliant either. No. I think, I think because it's the same as reviews. You can't just pick the ones that are nice. You got to read all of it or none of it. And I still think you should go on the audience in the room laughing and having a nice time. I don't think, I don't think being told by like however many people that you're brilliant is healthy either. No. So, I mean, it obviously doesn't really affect you, but... No. <laughs> I'm very, I've got a very... I'm a very balanced, uh, I'm normal... Always, I'm really nice to everybody else, and I'm always horrible to you, and it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, with you, I feel, you know, and, and you're never quite sure. Well, the last one in Edinburgh, I think people really came out thinking, oh, my God, they really, <laughs> they really have gone too far, they hate yeah. each other. Uh, but, but you were very predatory early on. Well, you're a very attractive woman. No, I'm, I'm only, oh, shut up. I'm only a human being. Only a man, I'm made of flesh and bone. Yeah, and you do look a bit like Brad Pitt. I do look a bit like Brad Pitt. With my eyes shut one of these, and my ears blocked. One of these days. I mean, now, I've got a, shut. now I've had a kid, though, you must be thinking that's it, you know, because before, you I, had a kid before yet. I... Well, now I've got one in the pipeline. In the pipeline? Pipe <laughs> oh, pipe. Is your wife a pipeline? <laughs> yeah, <she> <laughs> before you're thinking, oh, it's all right, he's, you know, he's married, but he could still get divorced. I could see, we could still be together. Now the child's... Oh, I've never and, thought that, love. Now the no. child's there. <laughs> when you were single and shagging yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Can't, can't. I don't think that was me. Doesn't, doesn't sound like me. It's a lot. It was a lot. It's just it was, what I heard. It was what I, you know. Mm. Wish, wish I could go back to those days. No, you don't. No, I really don't. But, no, I, no, but don't. I kind of, I don't, I was talking this about this to Brendan Burns, but it's like you don't even, you know, I don't think I would be, you would even be capable. I sort of want... Uh, women to f- still find me attractive, but I don't want to do anything about it. But they they don't find me attractive. <laughs> so it's not. It was nice when you when people found you attractive. 
Yeah. But, you know, just want to go, I find you attractive. And they go, well, sorry, look at the old uh, wedding ring and the baby. Really? Because it doesn't bother me in the slightest. No. It doesn't, I don't know if people find me attractive. I don't care if people find me, I'd, I'd like to know if people find me funny. And I like to know if people think, I think the worst thing anybody could ever say to me is that I'm lazy, that I always find that more offensive than if somebody said I wasn't funny. Because yeah. I think you can, you can argue if I'm funny or not because that's a taste thing but you can't argue whether I work hard or not because I think I do and I think it's a fact but I, I never had if my, if my husband finds me attractive which I'm assured he does <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't care if anybody else does or not because it doesn't matter but I think you've got a bigger ego I'm than very I have I'm just very shallow you are. I'm just incredibly shallow. It's just, it's just, um, it's hard to explain because you know, I'm absolutely delighted to be out of that. Is it because you're short? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think that's ever. I'd never no, even really. Just, there was a little bounce in I'd never it. even really realised I was short. I was that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> when you're wearing children's clothes, you must know then, surely. Just like the styles. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard, I just, you know, it's sort of, it's a weird thing when you realise that um, as you get older, and you're still in your 30s, just. Just. Uh, so, um, it's okay, I'm aware of my age. That, that wasn't a surprise that you sprung on me. I know how old I am. But you are, I think you become aware of your, that your physical decline is not, when you're, when you're, it's, it's irreversible. And so your psychological and physical design is, d d decline is irreversible. And when, even when I did Oh Fuck I'm 40, it's like, oh, you know, I'm 40, yeah. And, but I was still, I still but knew I, don't I was see, young. I don't think I've declined because I don't judge myself on what I look like. No, so I think I'm getting better because not, I'm more experienced and more... Yeah, that's all, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not about I how you look. It's not about how you look, it's about... Um, so, like, I, it's like that thing... I, you like, judge people on their physical appearance no, no. more than anything else. That's what you're saying. No, no, I'm sorry, because I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about being uh, the physical appearance. It's how you feel. Uh, and, like, as you get older... Like, I was... Like, I was... When I was turning 40, I was kind of out of control and, uh, you know, and having a midlife crisis and, mm. you know, enjoying that, in inverted commas. Mm. I was enjoying it out of inverted commas as well. Uh, and... <laughs> 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 I didn't mind if we're having sex and the woman was going, we're having sex. <laughs> or if we're going, we are having sex. Either way, I was happy. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, now as an older man, it's that thing about, lots of people said, like, you're, as a young man, your libido is like being chained to an idiot. And then you get older and the libido d disappears a bit. But in a way, as good as that is, you sort of go, oh, it's a shame that that's disappeared and will never come back again in the same way. Do you understand what I mean? Are we still talking about me? No, this is me. No, I this didn't think me. we were. This um, is me. I don't but it's really about know. getting a bit older, and so like the physical decline and the worrying about realizing death is coming around the corner. Wow, this has gotten cheery, coming, hasn't we're it? Coming, we're, coming, we're coming to the end of the podcast. And the end of our lives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, think that, I'm quite I think, positive, I, and I don't think you are. I and think then that's the having a baby, thinking of a baby, and then you suddenly go, "Oh God, you know, what if I die?" You know, then that's. Well, you will at some point. Yeah, but you know, what if I die like in two years' time? Then, or what if I die before the baby's Get born? Get a new dad? Uh, yeah, well, that's it. That's what I'm, yeah, luckily, my wife is young and attractive. We'll, the, the new dad yeah, will be a manage. very nice guy, so mm. that'll be okay. But it's like, that's a terrifying thing. So do you think... But you've always thought about mortality because yeah, you've yeah. had shows about it. Have, so, yeah. so is that made it worse? I'm now yeah. interviewing him, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does that make it worse now yeah. that you have a baby on yeah, the way? Yeah, much, much worse. Because, oh, A, you have to keep them alive. That's, a, that's yeah, one responsibility. Yeah, but you've done well with the cats. Yeah. Remember that uh, flower? But B, that's kind of, you know... <laughs> 
that's a, as you're driving around on tour, you think, you know, this, you know, anything could happen. And then just the idea of never living to see your own child's little face. Wow, and when, when is the baby due? How long do we have to I've keep got, like, you alive? Four. I've got to stay alive for four and a half months. And then you just want to see the face, and after yeah. that you're all right. <laughs> yeah, so if it comes out like feet first, yeah. it might be a few more Being minutes. T- yeah, but what if they, yeah, it comes out feet first and then I die, and I've seen the feet. But you're in a hospital, so you'll probably, they'll probably save they you. Could ride, they could get me back, just get me back long enough to go, there's the face, there's his face. Yeah, oh. just open your eyes just enough so you can see its little face. I think you're going to be all right. Okay. I think you might need to cheer yourself the fuck up, Because like. I think your kid might just walk out, even at a tiny age. It's just, you know, it's, it's a weird... Uh... So does this make you um, eat more healthily and uh, be more active? Yeah, well, I have, but it has part. I mean, I got you did more, a run, I, didn't yeah, you do a I've run? I've been more healthy this year anyway, but we, I knew we were trying to have a baby and that was mm. part of it. So, uh, yeah. So, so you're was... trying to prolong your life? A little bit. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it would be nice. I mean, ideally, I'd like to... Because the kids, when they're young, they're quite cute. And then they get teenagers and they come a bit annoying. So you're going to die so then? I, that would be the best time to die, wouldn't it? Just on the... Probably. Or just like go into 13, a coma. 13, 14. And, and then 13, come, out. <laughs> come out. When they're like 25. Yeah. yeah. And just avoid you've that. through. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's you might need an appointment with somebody more skilled than I. <laughs> This is not what I thought it was going to be. I'm sorry, everybody. Have we got... Is Sally Morgan in? Can she, can she come and have a word? We have... We've revealed a lot about me in this chat and nothing about you. That is... Uh, that's the annoying thing about it. But uh, it's been lovely to see you again. I think... Um, you see, this is a more... I told you it'd be more grown-up, this podcast, than the one in Edinburgh. Well, I mean, it wasn't so far. It's only when you said, it's lovely to see you. That's the only bit that's been grown-up so far. That's all you're getting. Is that it? Yeah. Did Very I nice win suspense. this one? Did I win this one or did Richard win this one? Oh, thanks. <laughs> no. You lot are lovely and you're his fans. It's amazing. You'd think you'd side with him, but no. No. And you were rude to them right at the start. I thought, oh, this is, that's good. That'll get them. I was rude to them. You were, so you said they were all just ordinary people at the beginning. And I thought they I were... said they didn't have helicopters. Yeah, you said that. I didn't think that was an insult. I'm really sorry. <laughs> if anyone has a helicopter, I'm really sorry. Does, does anyone have a helicopter? Oh, so, uh, so you were offended you know, at me being you right. Know, you know someone who's got a helicopter, don't you? Yeah, you do. Do you? Yeah. Tell you, you know like, somebody who's got a helicopter. Yeah. You know that's not the same as owning a helicopter, <laughs> don't you? Well, you know Noel Edmonds. He's, he's got a I don't helicopter. know him. You I do. met him twice. Yeah. That's not... Don't, don't, start, don't start trying to distance yourself from Noel Edmonds just in case. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible man. <laughs> Things will come out about you in 20 years. <laughs> that's why I'll be dead by then. That's... <laughs> oh, well, that's your plan. I'll do a rod hole. Uh, so, uh, it's... <laughs> Gonna practice standing on roofs. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Rod. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that and make everything... That makes everything okay. Good old Rod. <laughs> Good old lucky Rod. So, um... <laughs> his act was grabbing small boys' penises with his hand, for Christ's sake. It was an emu! <laughs> it was his hand. He was a lovely man. Thanks. I think we should probably, we better end because you know you're driving back to uh, Manchester. Home. Yeah, and you've got a. Where do what? What's your? What's your? <laughs> what? Go 
I'm just trying to work out how long that'll take you. Not roughly, just exactly. Just Manchester. Just, just Manchester. Just the postcode, and then I'm, then I can put it, it in my sat. It starts with M. It starts with M. Fucking weird that she wouldn't tell us all her address. That's why I just think that's really weird. Uh, so, we please give a massive round of applause to my guest, Sarah Milligan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> listening to Richard Herring's Left Square Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest Sarah Milligan. The music you're listening to is by Pest. I nearly forgot what they were called. Uh, thanks to <laughs> Orange Mark at the British Comedy Guide, uh, Jason and everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre, and to Chris Evans. <laughs> not that one. Don't be rich. Not Ched Evans. We wouldn't have him on. He wouldn't be allowed on. Chris Evans. That is that one. Uh, and every all of these crew from GoFasterStrike.com hope for their cameras will have worked this week. Who knows? They don't even care, some of them, whether they live or die. Thanks also to our producer, Ben Walker, who has produced this. He was good, wasn't he? Uh, this is a Fuzz Go Faster Stripe Sky Potato production. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Thanks very much for listening. That was me doing the titles there. Well, I was good, wasn't I? And uh, do remember, you can make a contribution if you like. It's all free, but uh, you can watch this on video if you prefer as well. Just ch check that out on Vimeo and YouTube and iTunes. Uh, but you can make a donation at gofasterstripe.com slash badges, either one-off for a badge, one-off just for the fun of it, for nothing in return, or monthly where you get loads of extras like some backstage questions and prizes you can win from a monthly draw. It's amazing. I don't know why I'm bothering carrying on. You've already turned off, haven't you? You're not listening to this last bit, which is a shame because I've got an extra question for Sarah Millican and here it is. Ah, not really. <laughs> <laughs>